Hi, I'm Sadwater. This is Sadcast episode 74. Two a week now. Doing two a week. The next one is going to be on Friday probably. So let's get to it. The vegans are after me. And I'm okay with that. Because it's the internet. Nothing matters on the internet. Uh, I like when people say they're being attacked online. You're not being attacked. No one's Unless you're being doxxed or private pictures or something is being leaked... No one's attacking you. You can hear things you don't like. You can hear responses you don't like. So yeah, the vegans the vegans are after me right now. It's been three days now. I'm surviving. They're very weak. That's the thing. So, you know, I eat meat. And I've been eating more meat every day. And I'm just getting stronger. And I saw a picture today of the Dawson's Creek guy. Not relevant. But he's now on a plant-based diet, and he looks like he's just becoming a raisin. But they feel great. They feel great. You know, they always feel great. So, <laughs> uh, the vegans, uh, they, I t- okay, so the backstory is there was a, a picture this mother posted about of her three-week-old son, and she's talking about how happy she is that the son is on a vegan diet. Now, it's three weeks old, and I may overlook that, and it looked emaciated is that the word you know just just very very frail all babies are frail right it looked like a frail baby so i i uh, i knew she was going to delete it which she did she deleted her tweet so i screenshotted it and then i wrote something about it about how vegans are are care about more uh, care more about animals than they do about uh, human babies even if it's their own so she was saying that her son's on a vegan diet now i may have made a mistake what she may have meant was that the baby is being breastfed and she's on a vegan diet, so then the baby's on a vegan diet. It doesn't matter. I may have been wrong on this one, and I, but I'm not going to delete it because I like, I like seeing the people argue. <laughs> I haven't even replied to any of them. I just think it's really funny. And then they're like, watch this. Look at this picture of the, the, this pig being slaughtered. Hey, you know what? Let's make a truce. If any of you are watching this right now, let's make a truce. I agree with you that factory farming is a holocaust. It's the holocaust for animals. It's it's horrible. I don't think it's good for us. I don't think it's good for the environment. And and I think that we should have more. We should let them ruminate. That's I learned that that that's what they're called ruminants. That they we just let them roam the land, which is actually very good for the land and it's good for the environment. And and then we eat grass-fed meat. I think we can make a nice a nice peace treaty with the vegans on this one. And we can we can solve our problems, our differences. They can still be crazy. They can still think we're crazy. And 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 we can move on. But for you guys to be battling in my in my comment section, I just I love it. It's it's really funny. Um especially when we both think we're we, we both think we're just crazy. I think you're crazy, you think I'm crazy. So that's uh this is my plea to the vegans. Let's let's just agree factory farming is bad. And uh, 
that we're all crazy. So I'm going to move on, though, because there has been this Papa John thing. <laughs> do you like do you like that that transition into a new co- topic? We're talking about vegans. I'll talk about pizza next, right? That makes sense. Papa John's has been in the news, and I, ha- I honestly have no idea why. I haven't even seen the whole interview. I just think that he is uh, crazy, and I like it. I, I like when people lose their minds, especially obscure people like Papa John's. And, and he's not a pedophile like the, the subway guy. What was his name? Jared, who's in jail now. Uh, so, so it's fine when they lose their minds and they're not pedophiles. And we can all enjoy Papa John going crazy. And, and I, I, if anyone has more information, I think he was kicked out of his company. And this interview has been going around. So I love when memes basically evolve over a few days. So so uh, this is just a 30-second clip of his interview, which was, I think it was local news or something, but it was trending. I, I didn't... I didn't even watch the full interview. So let's let's just hear this Papa John thing. I I I uh I like it. I like it. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Living currently in Mark Shapiro should be in jail. He has no pizza experience. I don't have never been in the pizza category. I would just say stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight now? I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? <laughs> Stay tuned. I've so my favorite thing about that is is um he he looks. You guys got to find this interview, and I know it's it's a week old. Things move so quickly that if something is a week old, it's old news. I didn't get to this in the last two podcasts. I uh, I think he's so interesting because. He so he mentions he's had he the the guy who probably took over doesn't have pizza experience and then he uh, says that he has pizza experience and he's eaten for over forty pizzas in the last thirty days which I don't know if he means slices or or whole pies to himself I would guess whole pies for himself because he looks bloated very bloated one of the worst hangovers hangovers I've gotten in my life was when I had a whole large pizza to myself without alcohol. I just felt really bad the next day. I felt like, oh, the power went out. The power went out. <laughs> I hope, th- oh, this is still recording. But I don't think that the, I don't think that the Periscope is going. You know what? I'm going to have to restart it. <laughs> I think. There's no more power. I'm going to pause this. So yeah, my uh my power went out because I guess uh my power went out because it's communist California and you just there's rolling blackouts for no reason. There's no bad weather right now. And uh I was talking about important shit, but but now I'm just distracted because I feel like the internet's going to go out again, my power's going to go out. Whatever. You know what? We can we can, I can I can, I can get back into it. I can do it. It's no big deal. So Yes, I was saying that the Papa John's guy has experience eating pizza and he looks bloated and I think it's he's eating pies and I think it's, oh, what I was saying also was that the, uh, yeah, the worst hangover I ever had was, was eating a whole large pizza. So that guy has pizza experience and I think he should get back in running his company, but I wanted to go to the next clip. You know what? 
which was again Papa John's, which, which was uh, which the, I love the Joker edits when when they put the the scary music in the background and they put the Joker makeup on him, like they did with Trump, and I'll play that one after too because it's great. I love all this stuff. Stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight down? I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? <laughs> Stay tuned. It just works. It just it, that 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 might be better than than all the Joker movies or Joker characters, like the real the real life things. But then when people project the Joker makeup on their face and then they add the music, I love that. But the best one, honestly, is the Trump one, which is uh, this one. David, David, I mean, I know you're a sophisticated guy. The world is a mess. The world is as angry as it gets. Trump's the best Joker. I've said that. Be, I said that. I've said that already in other previous episodes. But but he is. He's the best Joker, and you gotta appreciate that. So I think a, a Trump Papa John's ticket is perfect for the next election. I, I'm all for that. Pence is whatever. So let's just uh, let's go. Let's go with that. I'm gonna go with that. Um. And the last clip of of nonsensical news that I want to play is uh, Tucker Carlson confirms that there are aliens. And honestly, he's the most relevant person on TV. The only reason to have cable TV or Google TV uh, or Fox News or any of these these mainstream media companies is for Tucker. And I don't care about your politics, but the guy is very smart. And for some reason, he was on Ancient Aliens, and this clip was going around on Twitter the past couple of... uh, the last week, I guess, but he's talking about that there is he's talking about alien. And I, I've heard this from someone who I think is knowledgeable on the subject that there is physical evidence that the U.S. government is holding um, that you know would tell us a lot more about what these objects are. Physical evidence, uh, wreckage. That is correct. Who who was that? It's, it's you know a, a well-known someone who worked on this within the government for many years who would know. And I asked point blank, is there physical evidence of the existence of these objects, these aircraft, whatever they are? And he said, yes, there is. Wreckage in a hangar. Wreckage. Um, so what I appreciate about Tucker is you'd think he's the kind of guy who... So in the beginning, I was, I, I was a little bit... I, I didn't really trust him when he had UFO people on his show. And Tucker will have UFO like like people talking about UFOs or recent UFO videos. He'll have those people on his show, and and I I always thought it was to kind of make fun of them, especially because he he puts them in at the end 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 of his show when it's not so serious content. But I realized that he's actually genuinely curious, and that's the way he can kind of sneak it in to Fox News is by putting it there and pretend almost pretending like he's not taking it seriously but he's genuinely curious about this and I think that this sort of information will start coming out more and more I've always liked alien stuff when I was when I was in high school I did a research paper on UFOs 
And um, I think that the government definitely knows more than they're leading on. And I think that they're as confused as as we are. Like, they don't have that much more information. And I don't think that they know exactly what to do. Also, on another note, it's probably that they keep it a secret probably because of um, weapons. We're replicating whatever found technology we wreckage that we've we've seen we're trying to make it into into weapons and we we don't want it to get into the hands of the russians or 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 china and we also don't know what they have they might have stuff also so i guess i get why everyone's so secretive about it but i think that this type of information especially because of the internet is going to start coming out more and more and it's not going to be as weird anymore honestly i think that we've been exposed to so much over the last 20 years or so especially after 9-11 that we can handle this sort of stuff. In the 1950s, uh, when this was at its height, and when people were fanatic, fanatical about UFO sightings, I don't think that they could have probably handled it as well as we can now because of how much we're exposed to and also how much we just don't trust the government. People used to trust the government a lot more than they do, uh, a lot more back then than they do now. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I, th- I think that the... That, that, that Papa John. My whole point is that the Papa John's guy is an alien, and that's why he can eat forty pizzas in the past thirty days. Forty whole pies. You could tell. You could just look. You could look at his skin, and um, you know. I think. I think. <laughs> I actually do believe in the, the alien stuff, not the Papa John alien stuff, but you know what I mean. All right. So uh, another thing I wanted to get to that that doesn't really matter <laughs> is I went to go look at really cool art this past weekend at the Getty. Really cool sculptures and and damn it, I forgot. What's it called with the little tiles? I can't remember. But little tiles that make a giant picture. Don't know what that is. That's how 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 uncultured I am. That's how mosaic. Yeah, maybe mosaic. Someone wrote. So so uh, I saw a bunch of cool stuff, and and it it's almost like you can only handle so much of it before you're overloaded by the beauty. And also, it's almost like a history lesson. Like I don't know who, who all these little cultures are. I don't I, I I wish that someone should invent cuz there I saw a guide there. There was a guide at the museum and they take forever talking about every specific thing. I wouldn't be able to handle that. That's that would be like 6 hours at a museum. I could do 1 hour or an hour and a half. If there's someone should invent a a fast, a fast guide, an ADD guide, like give me the bullet points and and I'll do that. Other than that, I'm walking aimlessly. I, I kind of, I can, I can kind of only handle the, the type of information. Like, okay, so I saw a vase that had a picture of a, of a guy peeing into a vase. So it's a vase of a guy peeing into a vase and a boy holding the vase. And then I I had to read the description. So it was, it was about um, a regal guy with his boy slave. And the boy slave follows him around with the vase. He's the peace slave. He's basically a peace slave. And that's his job for his whole life. And he's holding a vase for his master. And the master just pees whenever he wants. First of all, I think we should bring that back. I think, I think if we're talking about making jobs, I want a pee boy... Holding a vase, a very, a very expensive vase, 
and I want to follow him. No, I want him to follow me around, and, and I don't want to go into public bathrooms anymore. I want to have a boy hold a vase. And uh, by the way, guys, this is not a sexual thing. And the, the, the little placard with the information, there was no sexual and th- that that was not sexual. So it's not it's it's more about just just peeing and and being fancy about peeing. So so I think we should bring some of those things back. I think that past cultures, there's a lot we can learn from past cultures. You know about their architecture, about how they had a town square, how how cities were built for people, not for cars. There were no cars, but they were people-sized, you know? And they they were more intimate. And uh, my whole point is we should bring back vase slaves that hold it to pee in. Now, I don't know how the women can pee into a vase, but but there there you go with the patriarchy. Uh, there were no there were no slaves for women to pee in. <laughs> but that that's the type of so I'll remember that. I'll remember that information. Um, Everything else, I just, I just can't remember. So I'll, I'll remember that or the sex stuff, and um, so, but, but it doesn't matter. I took a bunch of pictures, and and all that, all that beauty will stay with me forever. Now, what won't stay with me forever is what I saw on Twitter yesterday, which uh, it's it's a really woke headline, and and you can you can learn a lot from from a janitor who worked at. Um, immigration detaining facility for 10 years you could learn a lot from that guy and uh, that guy is an artist and I'll tell you why he's an artist and and I learned this on Twitter yesterday and I'm going to remember this for the rest of my today I'll just remember it for this podcast and then it'll leave my brain like the vegan stuff so uh, basically the article said that this was a janitor and he coll- he collected a bunch of garbage and then all, and then he um so let's just say in in the 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 immigrants that were detained they uh had CDs so for some reason the detention officers would throw away their CDs their their belongings they they, they would throw away their belongings and uh this janitor then took all the trash and basically he he kind of <laughs> let me just read what I let me just read what I what this uh this article says. Border Patrol threw away migrants' belongings and a janitor saved and photographed them. So he basically categorized garbage and he itemized the garbage. And if there was a bunch of CDs, he would take pictures of the CDs. And he organized garbage. That's what he did. He organized garbage and took the, uh, took pictures of them. That is not art. What that is, though, is it's a good article for the LA Times to to show that migrants are people too, and they have things like we do, like they have CDs and they have toiletries, and they have they have little note cards. Let me read this. Uh, they have diaries. Bl- uh, the note starts, "Blanc, I want you to know that I have loved you since I met you." And ends with, I will be yours forever. So basically what this uh, article wants to show you is that migrants have feelings too. I'm going to stop saying migrants. Illegal immigrants. Illegal immigrants have feelings too. 
and they uh, just like us, except in a different language. So, so there you go. They got to learn our language before they can come here, and they have to come here legally. I don't care what this says. This is not art. This is a janitor that organized things, and then, you know what? He's opportunistic. Does he really care about the migrants? No, he figured, oh, this will be a cool art project. Not art, but he figured everyone considers non-art art nowadays. Go into a modern art gallery, and you're going to see garbage that you can't differentiate between garbage. It's garbage and garbage, and you can't differentiate the two. So this guy, who was a janitor, and look, all power to him, because if you're a janitor and then you become a famous artist who takes pictures of garbage that he found in a facility, and you know that the liberals will eat it up, hence the Los Angeles Times, hence the trend on Twitter, then, you know, it's, uh, he, he, he duped them. He basically duped them. I don't think he believes this is art. This, by the way, this basically looks like all marketing campaigns of now. You, you line things up very intricately, and you put it on a, a colorful background, and then you take a picture. And that is how all of the marketing is done nowadays. It's been, it, that, that's been the trend for, for eight years or so, and it's so boring and uninspired. But this is not art. But if it's politically on your side, it will be used as propaganda and art in the, in the, in the name of art, but it's not. Go to a cool museum and look at things from before Christ's times. And and also you kind of realize that things from 500 BC, that's not a very long time ago in the grand scheme of things. So we were surrounded by beauty up until very recently. Just look around you. It's all garbage. You know, we're surrounded by garbage, so that's why we can't decipher what is art and what isn't because you look outside buildings are garbage you look outside uh cities built for cars garbage it's all garbage so uh that was trending don't care about that but whatever i love how people eat it up though people really eat that up i guess if you're trying to make money do something like that but you got to believe in it or at least be really good at acting and pretend that you believe in it when you, you know, I, I guarantee you that guy doesn't believe in it. Uh, so it's not profound. It's trash. Uh, the next the next stuff I wanted to talk about is something that I always talk about. But sex is gay and sterilized now. Sex is gay. And what I mean by that is it's weird. No, but it is all sterilized. So there was a girl who... Well, before I read that, I, I, I saved a tweet that I think is pretty relevant to this, and I think it's very smart. A lot of the times, I can recognize recognize something that is just way out of my league in intelligence, but I know that I, I agree with it, and I like it, and it's definitely more eloquent than anything I can write. So this guy, Zero HP Lovecraft, wrote, Progressivism is a sex cult. I offer an... an <laughs> I offer an analysis of the induction ritual. The relatively satanic... No. I can't read. You guys, I can't read. I, I just jumped the gun. I can't read. No. The relatively static norms in our society have been called by the names of change and progress. 
most people are conservative by nature, so they conform to the norm of progress. Because of this sleight of hand, deeply conservative people believe themselves to be revolutionaries. It's I, it's so easy to be. It's kind of like um, mermaids, in their siren call. It's so easy to be enchanted by that, and also it's also y- you'll be championed for it too. By accepting the the progressive movement and all of that i mean think about it like you have you have the the media on your side you have entertainment on your side you have the tech companies on your side you have uh, everyone on your side so it's going to be very attractive to believe in their in their uh sex cult so this girl who let me just read you her bio first she she goes she her name is Susanna Weiss and uh, her bio is feminism, sex, psychonautics, psychonautics. I don't know what that is. She's written for the New York Times, Washington Post, New York Mag, Vice, Teen Vogue, Glamour Mag, and Playboy. And she goes by she, they. So they go on to say yesterday, she, <laughs> which kind of went a little bit viral, she wrote. <laughs> she wrote and there's people, people goofing on her for this. She tweeted, ask consent for all sexual encounters yes even sexting i just came up with this script that you're all welcome to borrow so she writes i've been having as as her script this is what you have to now text if you're a man you need to text this to a woman if you want to sext with her this is what you have to say according to this girl who's written for playboy written for for glamour mag and for, for teen vogue she go uh, the the script is I've been having some sexual thoughts about you I'd like to share over text if you'd enjoy that. How arousing is that? I feel like if I sent that to any woman that would be a panty dropper right away. That would get them going right away. I mean, that honestly I I couldn't have thought of anything better than that. Women love that. They love consent. <laughs> they love consent. What happened to just just feeling things out? You know? What happened to that? Going with your instincts. You can you can tell with the 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 look of their eye or you know, testing testing things out. They've made it so sterile that it's not even sex anymore. It's a transaction. It's like it's a it's a it's like it's like dealing with lawyers. You're dealing with lawyers in your sexual escapades. So <laughs> So you know that she has open DMs and people have been sending her that, you know, sending sending her that message. And obviously she's been blocking all of them. And uh, I just think I just think that that it's it's so funny because this is this is indicative of our times. And this is the new norm, which is very sad. I mean, if you're a kid in college, you I think there's some rules. You have to sign consent forms before having sex with girls, and then you have to step-by-step ask them, is this okay, is this okay, is this okay, is this okay? You're literally ruining sex. You know who did that before? The Puritans. The left has gone full puritanical. They're full Puritan right now. Um, it's just, It's just kind of bizarre. I mean, it is a sex cult. That's what they're doing. They're just changing the rules of nature and they are ruining it so uh i i pity i mean not pity i i fear for the young generation 
and I I, uh, I I honestly hope it can get better. But before it gets better, there was an 83-year-old uh, grandmother. She goes by Tinder Granny. She's ready to. She's ready for love. She's ready to find love after decades of one-night stands. Uh, so that's a New York Post article. And and it, it it this is this is so sad because this is what this is what clickbait clickbait articles are. This is this is what the internet has created. These sorts of things would have never existed in newspapers. It, it, it it's such clickbait stuff, but they didn't know what clickbait was before clickbait existed. So this wouldn't have existed when people we were just reading news um from newspapers. Or from the local news or, or the, the, you know, TV, the classic um, main broadcasting companies. Uh, they, they would have not ever reported on anything like this because it's not really news. But again, it's indicative of our times. It's, it, 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 sh- it shows how, how degenerate we all are. And, uh, it, it, I mean, sorry, but no, no 83-year-old person is pretty. You're done being pretty. This the, the picture of this lady, she has makeup on. Why do you have makeup on? The reason why women typically wear makeup is uh, to show how fertile you are, to accentuate the redness in your cheeks or your lips, to show how, how healthy you are. You can't convince me that you're healthy when you're 83. Who are you kidding? You're not kidding anyone. So we got to watch this video because... Um, it's so sad. And this is the, what the free love movement did, but this is so sad. I'm 83 years old. I like a guy who can rely on his dick being there when we both need it. Michael looks really good here. With Tinder, like, you have... A... I spilled, uh... I spilled coffee on my computer, so... <laughs> One second. That's never that's never happened before. Hopefully, uh hope you know the the power going out and then the thing with the thing. So she uh right away starts talking about dicks. I mean, you no one wants to hear their grandmother talk about that. I'm I'm still cleaning coffee, but I'm this is this is how good I am at this. I am um I am still doing the podcast when there's coffee all over my computer. This is going really well. This is the best podcast ep- ep- ever, right? I mean, this is just this is just unbelievable. This is just unbelievable hard-hitting stuff, you guys. Um you know what? Actually, I think coffee is good for your computer because it can go faster after that. That's a dad joke. And um Yeah. Okay. So let's get back to this video, and I'll finish cleaning up this nonsense after. So uh, I don't know where I left off. So let's go here. Rely on his dick being there when we both need it. Michael looks really good here. With Tinder, like you have a steady stream of men. I don't want to do the Tinder thing anymore. Gave me a lot of orgasms, but I really want. One man. What do you mean you can't get a main man? I can't get a main man. You're a... Wait. Daddy. I have a main man. You're a... 
You're hottie. What do you mean you can't get a main man? You're a hottie. It, and that was a younger woman telling her that. What's the point of doing that? I mean, can we not tell each other the truth anymore? You're 83. You're not hot. There's no such thing as a hot 83-year-old. We're supposed to be dead by then. And, uh... Wait. I'm still cleaning the thing. <laughs> I don't know how long this podcast has been going because there's coffee everywhere and it stopped and the power. Um, who are you? Why are you doing? Why are you uh, abusing this old lady, New York Post and friend? The friend is not a friend. I have 99 plus waiting on Tinder. I'm not going to hire a, a search team, so I don't want to do the Tinder thing anymore because it's already proven itself to be fun, taught me a lot, gave me a lot of orgasms, but I really want one man. You want someone who wants you, really wants you. I miss that enormously. So what I've done because of all this Tinder dating is I have pieces of intimacy. But they don't thread together into a person. You can't connect 20 wonderful nights into a partner. I love that uplifting music. Uh, imagine figuring out that sleeping around isn't good when you're 83. <laughs> uh, I guess it's better late than never. But, um, you know, I, I, I told someone the other day that, that it, oh, because there, there was a tweet. There's always a tweet. There was a tweet that I saw of of um some some uh liberal dude shaming publicly shaming his grandfather. So he gave his grandfather a Make America Great Again hat, but it was Make America Greta again or whatever for Gre- that Greta girl. And uh and then he he dunked on his grandfather online saying that that his oh look how stupid he is he thinks this is a make america great again hat haha ha, i fooled him and then i said it's so sad because there's so much wisdom to be to be learned i mean we should speak to our grandparents or the elderly a lot more i think we should revere them a lot more they definitely know a lot more than we do yes we know more about technology than they do but honestly that's all superfluous that none of that matters they know more about life than you they know more about hardship they know they know more about a lot of things that we could definitely learn from and uh and and so i said something like that in the comments but um but i don't think that we can learn very much from from the grandmother who um who is she a grandmother? I, yeah, I think she might have. So it says here she might have gotten divorced when she was 50. And then for 30 years, she was just sleeping around, which is pretty disgusting. I don't think there's that much we can learn from someone like her. But the majority of the elder, elderly people we can. I can't imagine learning something that I sure should have learned in my late 20s when I'm 83. That's really depressing. And it's. She's a product of the free love movement, divorce rate, the, the divorce becoming normalized, and um, and all of that. This is not someone to look up to, and I I, I suspect most uh, most millennials are gonna end up like her. So yes, this is weird, and that's why the New York Post wrote this clickbait article. 
but it's going to become more and more normal for this to happen because we're so isolated now and so detached from humanity you know we're 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 plugged in to the internet and all these things and and online dating and we see people as disposable and we see polygamy and sleeping around as as positives but i fear that people realize that that is all bad a little bit too late and it's it's not only bad but it's it's empty and you're depriving yourself from from enjoying the other side of life so you have the the open-mindedness of your teens and 20s and 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 you know you're trying out a lot of new things and all of that you have that side but then you grow out of that and you learn from from everything that you've tried you you know what you don't like you know what kind of person you like you know you know who you want to be with and all that but it doesn't it seems like people aren't going into the next stage and and they're not they're 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 in a self perpetuated state of adolescence that it's 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 a self-imposed state of adolescence that that they just do not grow out of and they refuse to grow out of that's why superhero movies are popular that's why uh weird subgroups like furries are becoming popular it's 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 like it's like people cannot move to the next step that's why you see license plates that say adulting on it it's not supposed you're not you're supposed to feel special when you do something like laundry that's supposed to be just part of being an adult doing your dishes you're not supposed to feel so special doing the thing you're supposed to do and um so when we give people like this attention it's a little humorous but really, there's an underlying aspect to it that is is very scary because it, it's going to become more and more normal to see this. So for now, it's a clickbait article, but but it 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 will become normal, you know, more normal. And you know, that's why I wanted to bring it up. I just I don't think that it's um. You know, a lot of people can say that that those sort of things are. It, it are just not a problem. It doesn't matter. Live and let live. But but it is. We should we should be a little bit harder on ourselves and on other people. And we should shame things like that. That's not anything to be celebrated. The 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 problem. One of the other problems with that video is that when you you hear the music behind it, that's a way to program you. It's a way for you to 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 consume it. Where you're thinking, oh, this is a positive thing. This is good. But it's not. So, yeah. Sex is now gay. It's sterilized. It's a sex cult. It's a, These are all rituals. And they're all trying to normalize the, the weird. So, there was another thing that happened in the past week. There was a few things. So, I think the best way to talk about the free speech news of the past week is by starting here, by starting in the United States. So, 60 Minutes had an expose on the YouTube CEO, Susan Wojcicki, and um, there's basically a big purge about to happen on December 10th where they're going to they're gonna delete thousands 
of accounts, mainly conservative accounts, that they deem hateful. I hate that term, hateful. I hate it because it is so subjective. What you find hateful, I find normal. Let's watch this. So so YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki tries to police the site while maintaining an open platform. This is a tweet from 60 Minutes. But the company's commitment to free speech can lead to a narrow definition of what videos are considered harmful. There's no such thing as a harmful video. Minus, this is, okay, I'm I'm running YouTube. This is all I'm going to police. Is there terrorist videos? Ban those. Ban the beheadings, ban those types of videos. And ban pedophilia. That's it. Which, by the way, Twitter is uh, is okay with. If, if you talk about pedophilia on Twitter, totally fine. This is literally in their terms and conditions. Or their, their service, whatever it's called. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. But it's literally in there. And if I went on Twitter and started harassing a pedophile... And shaming a pedophile, I can get banned for that. So, um, 60 Minutes, let's listen to this. The struggle for Wojcicki is policing the site while keeping YouTube an open platform. You can go too far, and that can become censorship. And so, we have been working really hard to figure out what's the right way to balance responsibility uh, with freedom of speech. But the private sector is not legally beholden to the First Amendment. You're not operating under some freedom of speech mandate. You get to pick. We do, but we think there's a lot of benefit from being able to hear from groups and underrepresented groups that otherwise we never would have heard from. With name-calling of Nazi or propagandist. But that means hearing from people with odious messages about gays. Mr. Let's be queer from Vox. Women. Wait, wait, wait. They're showing odious messages from hateful people like Lauren Southern. I know Lauren. Really nice girl. And uh, my friend. And then Steven Crowder. Steven Crowder is, is really tame. He's really tame. I mean, (laughs) and then they show Nick Fuentes, who I also know, and he can say some things that that people can can misconstrue. Um, Let's see. You can't talk bad about immigrants. Videos are allowed as long as they don't cause harm. What do you mean by that? Like hurt feelings? In some countries, if you hurt people's feelings, that is against the law. That's considered hate speech. Now, this 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 wouldn't bother me as much as if there was, if Google didn't own YouTube and there was a little bit more competition. There really is none. There 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 isn't a competitor to YouTube. And also, by the way, people make their living off this, but. I'm just against our policies. But if you just said white people are superior by itself, that's okay. And nothing else, yes. But that is harmful in that it gives white extremists a platform to indoctrinate. We want they <laughs> sixty minutes doesn't like that it gives white extremists a platform to indoctrinate. Um if you allow these people on YouTube, you 
don't make them hide in the weird corners of the internet and fester and and where they where they will just resent the mainstream more and more and more if you allow them on these platforms then you allow real debate and we can also pinpoint like who's stupid and who's not and which ideas are good and which ideas are not the best ideas will prevail but when you start banning people for i mean white supremacy is not really even a problem there's like five of them they and by the way there's a reason why richard spencer who is a white supremacist or david duke they 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 haven't been banned from twitter i almost feel like those are cia assets i almost feel like they do the bidding of of uh the the mainstream media almost like the, these are their examples of the extremists and and the the rise of extremism and white supremacy and all that so it goes on for 10 more seconds flourishing healthy white race richard spencer All right, so that's it. That that was the whole that was the clip. I mean, obviously it's a longer segment, but you get the idea. So, it's a little bit I I'm I'm always worried with with these companies censoring people. They're they're allowed to. They're obviously allowed to, but it 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 it's not it's not a good thing. Because this is what happens. First of all, the people Young people are rejecting the First Amendment. They're rede- they're rejecting it philosophically. They're rejecting it as law. They, they I mean they do not care about it. If if the majority of people stop caring about the First Amendment or the sec- or, or any of or any of these um any of the Bill of I, I mean if they start rejecting all of these things, then it doesn't matter if something is in our Constitution because it's just not part of our culture anymore. So in Germany, Angela Merkel, who basically ruined her country by allowing open borders, she uh, she's talking about hate speech. I'm just going to read some of the subtitles because it's all in it's all in uh, German. We have freedom of expression in our country for all those who claim that they can no longer express their opinion. I say this to them. If you express a pronounced opinion. You must live with the fact that you will be contradicted. Sure. Expressing an opinion does not come at zero cost. Okay. People clapping. But freedom of expression has its limits. Does it? Does it? Okay. Those limits begin where hatred is spread. They begin where the dignity of other people is violated. What does that mean? You're allowed to talk shit about other, other people. I guess not in Germany, which didn't really go well before. Uh, this house will and must oppose extreme speech. Okay, subjective. And otherwise, our society will no longer be the free society that it was. Okay, that is all backwards and wrong. And this is why we need to protect and preserve our country. And what it was founded on. Because it's the only one that exists that way. That is why. you can't, Even Canada. You can't go there. You can't. Uh, a comedian just got fined. 
this is from a couple of years ago. If comedian was fined thirty five thousand dollars, but he tried to appeal it, and then uh, and then you know, they basically said, "No, fuck you. You're paying the thirty five thousand dollars for a joke you told." That's in Canada. And then the the last example of this was in China, which this is going to be hard to read, but uh, the tweet th- this this video has millions of views. But the tweet go uh, someone wrote, "If we don't stand up for free speech right now, this is our future," which is true. Chinese officials interrogated this man for making a joke in pro- in a private online chat room about police officers stealing people's motorcycles, which they have been doing. This is a two minute video. Okay, so. You guys got to find this video if you haven't seen it. A guy is strapped into a metal chair. His his arms are strapped to the table. It looks like a, a medieval uh, torture coffin thing. And uh, this is the video. I'm going to have to read some of this. So the cops are interrogating him. What is your name? He says his name. Do you know why you are here? I know I'm sorry. Sorry for what? I dr- I drunk a bit too much and spoke nonsense. This is in a in a in a chat room that he What do you do for a living? Nothing in particular. I tend to my dad at home. So he is sick. Then why did you complain about police on QQ and WeChat? When? Yesterday. Yesterday what time? Last night around 9. On WeChat, yes, in a group chat. It's about someone riding a motorcycle, and there was a picture. So I just commented. How many people in the group? 75. What's your screen name? Whatever his name is. Why did you talk about the traffic police online? About their confiscating motorcycles. What's wrong with the police confiscating motorcycles? So they do that. Nothing wrong with that. So why did you badmouth the police? I drunk too much. That's your excuse? Drunk too much? Why did you badmouth the police? Do you hate the police? No. So why did you badmouth the police? I drunk too much. What's your intention? Nothing at all. So why are you just... So why were you just making a joke? So were you just making a joke in the group chat? Yes, I was telling a joke, nothing more. I know I am wrong. This is the future YouTube wants. Do you really mean it? Absolutely. (laughs) He has to really mean it. He has to really mean his apology. Or else he probably gets... uh, It goes on for another 30 seconds, but you get it. The, the the crazy thing about this is um, this is not too far off with what liberal policies would would bring. You you can't you can't you can't criticize or question people in power in China. You know what the thing is is that China China I don't know much about their history, but. They uh they basically built cities way 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 before other cultures and civil civilizations did, but they've never been good with treating their citizens in a respectable manner. This is nothing new. This is how China has always been. It's pretty barbaric. And what's a little what's crazy about 
where it's going is it's it's going to become more barbaric and more oppressive the the more sophisticated our technology gets so uh, china spies on social media conversations which is crazy you can't make jokes that's why i i don't think there there's any there chinese people aren't funny you can't make jokes but um so they also have their their social credit score system. China punishes people who criticize the government as well as numerous other behaviors, including bad driving, smoking on trains, buying too many video games. I'm actually for that. Uh, buying too much junk food. I'm actually kind of I'm actually kind of thinking they're onto something. Buying too much alcohol. Calling a friend who has a low credit. So you can't be friends with people with low credit score either. Having a friend online who has a low credit. You can't be online friends with them. Posting fake news online. Visiting, by the way, fake news would be anything opposed the the communist government. Visiting unor- unauthorized websites, walking your dog without a leash. I thought they eat dogs. Letting your dog bark too much. I thought they eat dogs. Um, so China's a mess. But this is this is the crazy thing is uh, is our country can become this if we reject what our country was founded on. It can become this, especially because of how sophisticated technology has become and is becoming. Imagine a government ran by just AI. So, yeah. I don't know, you guys. It's um, it's getting a little bit crazy out there. How long has this podcast been going on? 21 I don't know there was a, a the power outage and then I think we'll I'll go on for like 10 more minutes or so this this podcast has kind of been a mess a little bit of a mess literal I I spilled coffee everywhere and the power went out it's going great um I wanted to do another th- story which uh so there's a there's a there's a rapper. This is some entertainment news. A rapper, she goes by no name. She says she's done touring and will no longer perform for predominantly white crowds. So I guess she's just done forever because most of most consumers of hip hop are white people. Young young white audiences. Most of our country is white. This this anti-white narrative that's been building up for the past 6 years started under the the second term of obama it's getting it's getting ridiculous if you if you just switch the words if you say she if 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 it was a white performer saying this about a black audience this would be a national crisis this would be worse than charlottesville this would be worse than all the white supremacists combined and uh and this person would be thrown out of entertainment forever but this is a normal article this is not anything crazy you can shit on white people you can hate white people and the best the best thing i can look at is um is let's look at just uh zimbabwe all right zimbabwe was uh was pretty much mixed there was a lot there's a lot of white people and and it's from the times british uh the british empire ruled certain places and um from this is from july 3rd 2014 bbc news zimbabwe's robert mugabe tells white farmers to go okay you go you all go and and we'll take over the farms no big deal we hate you you're white you know what happened five years later 
Zimbabwe on brink of man-made starvation, UN warns. I wonder why. More than 60% of the country's 14 million people are considered food insecure, according to the findings. I wonder where that, why that happened. Why did that happen? This, this article is from November 28th, 2019. In just five years, they basically are on the brink of starvation. And it's not because of climate change or, or uh, uh, famine or anything like that. I wonder why this happened. For some reason, look, I don't know why, and I'm not going to speculate, but I don't know why they haven't figured out farming. Why do they have to rely on white people for that? But that's besides the point. Imagine if all hip-hop artists said, fuck you, white people. We don't want you in our shows anymore. We don't want you coming here. They They wouldn't have any more songs about spending extravagantly and flying on private planes and buying all the jewelry and doing all these things their music would become irrelevant because that's all they talk about. So you're biting the hand that feeds you. Don't do that. It's cute when they do that. They do it for, for some, some social clout points, you know, because it's in vogue to hate white people. But they're literally paying for your lifestyle. Again, most people who consume rap are white. And, 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 the anti-white narrative just just doesn't doesn't stop. It's ramping up. Um there there was a lot more I wanted to get into. But things happened, you guys. Things happened. The coffee happened. The power outage happened. I'm going to get to all the other things in the next podcast in Sadcast episode 75 on Friday. But for now, that is Sadcast episode 74. Here's a song, I Love You, bye.